This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Hello everybody, today's episode feels like a massive privilege to be recording and my heart is just so full because I'm going to share some of the biggest lessons, realizations, challenges, shifts, failures, wins that I've had in the last five years of being in my business and I'm saying this with such a smile on my face because when I look back to where I was five years ago, it just blows my fucking mind. And it's not even about the money. I know that some people think, oh, five years in business, you must be blah, blah, blah. I need to tell you what I was doing five years ago so that you can understand the importance of when people say, like, if you want to do something, you got to start yesterday. So five years ago, I was living downtown Toronto with Guillaume, my now current fiance. We've been together over 11 years. And I'm in Toronto and I had just probably in late 2018, so this is 2019, right, five years ago, so late 2018 is when I first kind of discovered manifestation and I was like, what is this sorcery, like just energetic match and this and like I was already into the personal development side of things and I had been for about four, five years at that point, but I had found manifestation and on the 21st of January in 2019, I had signed up for a manifestation course with a friend who was leading it. It was her first round ever and it's still something that she runs within her membership called Manifest Mondays. And that was my first experience into what it meant to be as a creator of your life and to manifest your reality. And at that point, I had already wanted to start my business for five years. It was actually, now if we go, so you have, you have my mark from five years ago. Now we're going to go back 10 fucking years, my friend. So I remember the other distinct moment in my life. We were living in Victoria, Guillaume and I. We were just finishing our second to last year of university. So at the time, I was becoming a teacher, physical education and French teacher. And I remember I was sitting and we had this really cute garden suite which is like floor level suite underneath of this house that was like a couple minute drive from our university and it was like really beautiful outside it was super sunny and I remember I was sitting on the couch and this is about a couple months after I had ever done my first landmark course and landmark is a company that does personal development and that was my first exposure to coaching and I was like fuck I love this like I love the deep exquisite questions that we get asked with coaching and it's just like you're out there to create breakthroughs and create a life that you love like I was fucking loving this and I was I was excited at the time because I wanted to bring coaching into teaching but obviously that didn't last long spoiler alert but I remember sitting on the couch that day and the sun was coming into the apartment and or into the suite and I was sitting there and it was just like it was like something hit me like a voice inside of me was like well what if you started a coaching business, Kayla? Like, what if you became a coach? And it was that moment 
And then a fleeting moment later, well, you don't know how to start a business. You're not a business owner. You're getting a teaching degree. Who are you to be a coach? Blah, blah, blah. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. And so that's when that seed was planted and rested dormant inside of me for five fucking years. So since then, I continue to do personal development courses and continue to work on myself. I finished my teaching degree. I moved to China for a year. I taught. I realized that's not what I wanted to do. I moved to Toronto in 2016. I started a personal training business, did that for three years. In the last year, I was like, I don't want to train people with just their body. Like there's so much mindset work that's needed in actually succeeding with what it is that they want to do with their fitness goals. And so I started shifting more towards mindset coaching and it was fast forward to that day, January 21st, 2019. I sat down at the desk to start the live call that we had on Zoom that night. And I said, fuck this shit. I'm starting my coaching business. And I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. And it literally started with me changing my Instagram handle. So my Instagram handle used to be Kayla G coaching or like Kayla G mindset coaching, I think. And I just started posting inspiring things, things I'd learned about mindset, things I'd learned about manifestation. And I just started showing up And it was interesting because that's January of 2019 and I started bringing this into my work environment for personal training and it was in March 2019 that I started my podcast channel and in that time I had actually launched my first ever group coaching program. It was called Fierce Living and it was like $120 a person to sign up. So the funny thing is that I had, I think I had seven or eight people sign up. So I had two clients sign up. Uh, sorry, two friends sign up and then the rest were a client and then she had like four sisters. And so I hosted this one month program all about living fiercely. And it's kind of funny because you can see how the like living in fierce alignment came into the podcast channel. Like that is from the beginning. And I worked with these women over the course of four weeks. We had like weekly calls and I created this beautiful PDF on Canva and that's how it started. And then the next program that I had was in the spring of 2019 and it was called Fierce Manifestation. So obviously Fierce plays like a big fucking role in my branding if you haven't noticed already. But I had a couple one-on-one clients sign up for that and then that was just like the start of the momentum. And so I wanted to share and really hone in on the beginning because I know that I have people that listen to this channel that are in all different spaces. You know, there's people who are still working a nine to five who want to go full time in their business. There's people who are juggling both. There's people who are six, multiple six, seven figures who listen. But it's always just so important to look back at where you started and to really acknowledge and be proud of that because that is no matter what the foundation to what it is that you have now. And If you're in that space of, well, I haven't started yet and you're listening to me like, oh shit, like I said earlier, if you really want to fucking do something, the best time to start is yesterday. And that's it. Just one step in front of the other. So in today's conversation, I really want to take you through the different journeys and experiences and lessons that I've learned in the last five years so that you can feel and hear and see the rawness of my experience and just like not feel alone if you're in the shit or just really be able to take what it is that you need from my experience and it's funny because I feel like as a 6-2 sacral generator and just as someone who is a six line I started my business I was 28 so I'm turning 34 this March so 
I was 28 in January of 2019 and then I turned 29 that March and so I was like on the cusp of my Saturn return so right after that it was like I'm on the roof and I'm just like living life on the roof done experimenting and this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life and so I'm really excited to share with you what it's like being on the roof so many years later after that pivotal moment in my life of deciding to start a business and to just share with you what I've learned what what's been hard what's been great and just where things are going so that you can take what resonates and just leave the rest So I want to talk first about one of the biggest challenges and sort of crunchy things that I feel like I'm constantly navigating that I want to normalize. And if we actually look at this from a human design perspective, one of the questions I'm going to dive into right now is like how my coaching approach has evolved over the past five years. Because when I started five years ago, I was still personal training. And if you go back to the first podcast episode of my channel, it's actually insane. Like I that this whole channel is literally a manifestation manifestation of like my journey because when I started the podcast channel you're literally going to hear me like oh yeah like I'm a personal trainer and I I'm going to be a a mindset coach and I was just when I listen back to that I'm like where like where did the switch happen like when did it happen and that's what I realized is that when you become an entrepreneur and you start a business there's not there's never a just pivotal moment it's it's a series of little increments of you shifting into who you need to be in that moment to create the life and the business that you love and sometimes in those increments are shitty times and other times they're fucking amazing but what I really noticed especially in the last few years is that there were some really big beliefs and things that I had latched onto in the industry that fucked me up and I had a really hard time pivoting from that to really trust myself to do what it is that actually lights me up so when I first started my business I was a mindset coach I was somebody who I had zero strategy what I was what I was doing I literally just wanted to show up online and help whoever would help like let me help them and I was like life coaching and I was just like a generalist and you know I'm, I'm continuing to show up and doing all the things it's not working and then in 2020 is when I discovered I started to hear about human design and gene keys and I was like okay interesting I also started to lean more heavily into spirituality that's when I signed up and I did all my NLP certifications I did like five of those and then I did a law of attraction coaching certification with Christy Whitman which is like a big time like Abraham Hicks you know energy work manifestation coaching and then in 2021 that's when I signed up and I did uh, sacred success coaching certifications with Eden Carpenter and it was like three levels and it was over nine months and that was all human design and gene keys and it was more of a coaching certification than like business building in any capacity but it was interesting because I had to start somewhere and I started as a mindset coach and then I shifted into literally a spiritual mindset coach. I started calling myself a spiritual mindset coach. That just like threw me for a loop. It's so funny how attached we get to our identities. I have a defined you center. So like pivoting into a new identity is like literally the hardest thing ever. So then I started to shift into human design and then I started talking about embodiment in terms of business and like how to bring human design into business. I had no backbone for strategy in terms of how to actually like strategize human design and gene keys. And I then started to say like, okay, like I'm a spiritual mindset coach and I work with entrepreneurs. But like what I was unwilling to fully pivot into is being a business coach. 
And it's so funny because I know that a lot of people listening to this might be like, yeah, well, everybody starts as a life coach and then they become a business coach. And this is like the whole shit with, you know, people saying that the coaching industry is an MLM and whatever. That's a whole other conversation I'm not going to get into right now. But what happened was late 2021, one of my really good friends acknowledged me for how much I was helping her in her business. And at the time she was doing business coaching and I was like, oh yeah, human design this, gene keys that. And she's like, dude, this makes so much sense. Like, why aren't you actually working with entrepreneurs? And so moving into 2022 and 2023, that's when I really started pivoting into working with business owners, working with entrepreneurs, working with coaches, service providers who really wanted to bring this work into their business. And it's interesting because I would say until the fall of 2023, I held myself back from fully claiming that I am a spiritual mindset and business coach for entrepreneurs because I gave more of a shit of not looking bad and pissing people off or falling into the narrative of what the quote coaching industry is. And it it literally held me back from my genius. And one of the really big challenges that I had to deal with is last year I had somebody in my life that was really close to me and I would say between 2022 and 2023 we both just started going in different directions in terms of how we saw the coaching industry what business coaching was about and because I have an undefined head and an open ajna I was just like mirroring back the beliefs and the perceptions of this person and it honestly completely fucked up our relationship and this person also had a defined heart and so I was just like okay no this is what I need to do to be in integrity like I can't market like this I can't speak like that I can't price like this and I I was very indoctrinated into making sure that I was constantly accessible that I was constantly inclusive and that capitalism was bad like there was there was a lot of shit that I had to work through last year and Fortunately, unfortunately, we're not in each other's lives anymore. And I cannot stress enough, you know, everyone has their own truth. I'm not here to point fingers or make wrong. I'm only here to take responsibility for myself and my experience. But I'm telling you that, and I've navigated this with some clients now, stop giving a shit about what other people think or what one person thinks because that could be the door that is stopping you from truly stepping into your brilliance. Because I kid you not, as soon as we stopped being in each other's lives, this was in the late fall, like moving into winter, I swear my business completely skyrocketed. I could unapologetically show up online. I was openly talking about problem awareness content. I was selling. I was just being somebody who was like, I am not the demon of a business coach in the coaching industry like I genuinely give a fuck about helping people I'm not here to rip people off and I had to fully let go of that narrative because I had let it consume me and so this is one of the biggest lessons that I learned is to not allow how other people judge what it is that you do or judge the industry that you're in affect how you show up as a person because It's just a, it's a projection of stereotypes. And when you stereotype yourself, 
you hold yourself back. Like stereotyping is literally the shit that causes racism. It's what causes massive genocides. It causes all the problems in the world because we're not actually respecting people as individuals. And that is something that really held me back that I've broken through in the last several months. And it's something that I really want to bring awareness to you as a listener in this episode today for you to really sit and notice. and like, okay, well, am I looping myself in with other people? And am I saying I can't do this or I should do that? Because that's the shit that you need to let go of because that's exactly what's holding you back. And when you can clear that, then you can start to have the pieces fall into place because then you're actually focused on what it is that you want to do. You're not focused on what it is that you shouldn't be doing, if that makes any sense at all. So the other thing that really influenced me is obviously I've done a ton of personal development work. I've done a lot of mindset work. And I actually shared this in my stories recently. And I was talking about how the there's a part of the manifestation industry that is built on you have to get rid of your stories about money or about this or that in order to make money or to be rich and so on and it's interesting because I had a recent breakthrough with a client on this topic and this is what I sent her these voice messages and then I edited the voice messages because I had mentioned her name and specific things and I shared the voice messages on Instagram and somebody had messaged me asking if I could expand more on this in terms of the people who are struggling to bring in money or when they have it they respect it and they don't spend it but then when they absolutely need it it's just like really a lot to process in terms of like getting paid clients like it it just feels like a lot of stacked energy happening and the question is like do I just focus on not reacting to the fact that not much is coming in and not to not take it personally and I think one of the most liberating things that I've discovered being in the industry and paying attention to manifestation and noticing that there's going to be conflicting information out there the reality is that the relationship that you have with your business with the people in your life with the people that agree with how you see things or disagree or the relationship that you have with making money whatever it is there's always going to be stories that come up and this is something that I navigated for the last five years is like oh my god what are my stories what are my self-living beliefs and I actually became so fixated on the stories and my self-limiting beliefs and trying to be an energetic match that it distracted me from actually taking aligned action towards my goals. So one of the really big things that I had a breakthrough in in 2023 was my relationship to money and it had nothing to do with energy. What happened was I had reached a point in my life and in my business where I had a lot of debt. I didn't have enough money coming in and it was literally starting to swallow me. Like we're talking like multiple five figures of debt. And I was trying so hard to like regulate my nervous system, be an energetic match. Like what are my stories? Journal it out. And one day it was just like the straw broke the camel's back. And I told Guillaume, my financial situation because I was trying to deal with it myself and I realized that it had nothing to do with my stories and it had everything to do with my behavior so that was really the point where I sat down with him and I sat down with myself and I created 
a budget sheet and I actually looked at what are my business expenses, where do I need to stop spending money, when am I actually able to make an investment again in my business where I'm not going to be going into more debt. Like I literally had to take responsibility for my behavior and to stop reacting to my stories. So that was the thing that I was talking about in my story and this is the something like my stories on Instagram and this was something that has really almost ruined a lot of my experience of growth but in I look back it's like it either ruined it or benefited it there's like a nuanced paradox there right but the last several years you know I know that there's people who are looking at their mindset and looking at being an energetic match and it's like well then what do I do when I'm doing all that and nothing's working and I have two things to say one stop reacting to your stories So even if you're stressed that you don't have enough money coming in to pay your credit card or you want to make money to buy an iPad or you need to make money to pay your employees, whatever it is, the first thing to do, you're not here to fix or change anything, is just stop reacting to the stories. Because the story about, oh my fucking God, I need money, I need this, it's not coming in. That is just your nervous system. It is your ego telling you like, hey, we need this to survive. That's not a bad thing. That's absolutely not a bad thing at all. And the reality is is that when you're in that level of stress, what happens is you want to control as much as possible. That's when people start forcing things. That's when people start, you know, getting hyper-focused on things that are unimportant. And they they just get spiraled into reacting to their stories. Like, oh my God, what if my partner breaks up with me? Or what if I have to go get a job? And what if I can't make my payment on this loan? Or whatever it is. And that is what fucks people up, reacting to the stories. The other thing is stop reacting to the stories And the second thing is look at your behavior. And what I mean by your behavior is what are the actions that you're taking? So I shared earlier, I had this debt. I mean, I still have this debt, but I'm actually paying it off now. So I have this debt and I wasn't actually utilizing a budget sheet. I wasn't doing the unsexy work. There was actually a lot that I was avoiding because I was so focused on the mindset and the energy of making more money and so obviously when the question is how can you not make it personal how can you not let this run your life or to be overly stressed about it it's just the first thing is when you stop reacting to the stories it's going to create space it's going to create space and you're going to see where you can be responsible in terms of how you're showing up in your business, where you're spending your money. And that's like one of the biggest realizations that I had last year is that I was so fixated on energetics and mindset work for so long that I I really had no strategy in my business. I had no strategy with managing money. It was just all fluffy manifestation hacks, tips, and tricks. So if you're listening to this right now and you're like, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not generating the income that I want in my business or I'm not going to have enough for my bills or whatever it is. I want you to stop. Like literally the only mindset piece of work I want you to do is to stop reacting to your stories and to look at your behavior and where you're avoiding responsibility because that is what's going to make the difference. So this is the other thing that shifted my business in 2023 is... I was trying to create things and launch things and I was like posting on social media like a motherfucker. I was known as somebody who was a content machine, 
but I had no strategy behind that because I refused to bring structure and accountability into my business experience because I thought that I would lose my spirituality. I thought that I would become a bro marketing coach and I thought that I would be a master manipulator and asshole because of the indoctrination that I talked about earlier that happened throughout 2022 and 2023. So when I actually started to look at where can I be responsible and I started to look at what is the framework of my business? Like what does it actually mean to niche and to have an ideal client? And oh, I want to scale my business, but just saying I want to make six figures in a year without an actual plan to say, this is how I'm generating leads. These are my ideal clients. This is the problem that I solve. These are the modalities that I bring into the work that I do. Here's an entry level to taste this. Here's the main product. Here's how you can work privately with me. I had none of that until literally mid last year. It took me four and a half years in my business to understand the difference and the importance of what it means to have mindset and strategy and structure in my business. And it was the same thing with how I was managing money. It was like I was all energetics and I was like buying things because I thought, okay, I'm just going to like trust the universe, swipe my credit card and pay this off later. And that behavior legitimately put me in so much debt and stressed me out. I was looking for nine to fives in the last couple of years because I wasn't able to make enough money in my business to pay my debt. I was like ready to quit. I was losing sleep at night. I was fighting with my fiance. There was a lot of shitty things happening. So... One of the other things is, like I said, there's a couple themes coming up here. I talked about, I mentioned earlier how there was two things, right? So it's like the mindset side, stop reacting to your stories. In between that is there's really an importance between mindset and strategy. And the other thing is the second thing that's really the third thing is when it comes to being an entrepreneur and creating your business structure, showing up, scaling, making an impact, whatever it is, you have two options. You have two options. You're either going to quit when it gets too hard or you decide this isn't a priority for me anymore and there's, there's no wrong in that either or you're going to keep going. But here's the thing. The way that you keep going is to stop reacting to the stories, stop relying just on the energetic work and the manifestation, tips and tricks and whatever alignment and you start to look at where can I be responsible? Where do I need to add structure? Where am I lacking strategy? And those, this little triad is exactly what has me know for a fact that this year will be my most successful year in business. And this is, this is what I feel is not being fully seen in the industry in terms of being an entrepreneur and growing a business. It's like people are too much on the energetic side and or they're too much on the strategy side and there isn't a balance. And it's funny because as I share, it's, it's hilarious. If you look again and come back to the 6-2 profile that I talked about earlier, the beginning of my business was still very much three-line energy. Experiment, trial and error, throw shit at the fan, sees what happens, you know. And then now I'm like at a point where it's like, okay, I've, I've lived a lot and I can see what works, what doesn't work. I can see what works and doesn't work for other people. I can feel it because I have feeling cognition and that's like trips me out when I can like feel into people's business and like feel how they're doing without even talking to them. And then it's like, well, what's next? What is next? And I want to encourage everyone, like wherever you are right now in your business, 
like really ask yourself if you're not happy with the results that you have like where are you avoiding responsibility do you have too much strategy do you have too much energetics where are you reacting to your stories there's so much gold in this conversation right now for you to leave the end of this episode and be like holy shit like just simplify your beingness to stay in your own lane keep going stop reacting to the stories and take responsibility for yourself because that's that's what I've done in the last several years that's what allowed me to keep going when I hit random and not so random rock bottoms when I've hit the highs when I've had unexpected things happen in my life and it's this is the gift that I want to give through this conversation because I think that it's a real human conversation of what it actually takes to keep going in business and the other thing that I've really started to lean towards is this whole notion of you know you you see this being sold online these like work three hours a day work four hours a week get paid in your sleep there's nothing wrong with that but I think that there's a certain level of misleading information that we see online and that it actually takes like where people are actually at that point in their business they probably have a team supporting them they've been showing up online they have a hot audience they're dialed in on their niche they have a content strategy all of these things and so as much as people think oh once I make 10k or 20k or 30k months or I have multiple six-figure years or six-figure months whatever it is then I'll be set that is not the truth you just have to have the grit and the commitment through the highs and lows no matter what happens to keep going if you want your business to either be successful or continue to be successful. The other big thing that humbled me in the last two years is having the privilege to be behind the scenes of businesses. Either I was like friends or coaching or working within the back end of these businesses and I've witnessed multiple six-figure businesses and seven-figure businesses plummet to the point of entire teams being let go people needing to get a temporary nine to five and really just rebuild everything from the ground up even if they made multiple six figures or seven figures and so what that showed me and this ties into the energetics versus connecting with the strategy when I look back on those women in my life who faced those challenges and I was one of those people too it really showed me that if you are creating success in your business and you cannot look back and say, this is why this happened, this was the strategy that I complemented my energy with to create this result, I would be very cautious about scaling that particular way of operating a business because that's what backfires. There's no actual structure. The results were created on luck They were created on hard work, but it's not a repeatable process. And this is something that I found is so important is that now everything that I do and as I continue to grow Signature Program by Design, which is one of my main offers right now, is like constantly looking at what is the structure because when I am held, I can hold my clients. And it was just very, it was very mind-blowing to see that no level of money means that you're safe is really about having that foundation. And one of the things that I appreciate is that I never was somebody who scaled quickly in business. It took me three and a half years to have my first five-figure month. 
which some people have that in like six months. I'm actually going to put some extra podcast episodes in the show notes for you of like past years of where I've like shared major milestones so that you can go back and listen to get like the full picture of what's happened in the last five years. I think one of the last things that I want to dive into is what I would like this version of myself now in year five moving into year six what I would say to myself who started five years ago or even what I would say to newer coaches or if you're listening to this and you're like I resonate with so many aspects of this my advice because my journey was like I said heavily energetics in the beginning and not enough strategy 100% so I actually invested in 12 coaching certifications like the five NLP ones, there was three human design and gene keys ones, I'm a gene keys guide, Reiki level one and two, the law of attraction coaching certification, I spent over $30,000 on coaching certifications. And one of the things that I had not realized that I realize now that I often call out in my content is I invested so much money in education because I was avoiding strategy because it felt better for me to know more and be able to help my clients more even though I was absolutely garbage at launching successfully gaining clients and having consistent income so if I had to go back and do things differently I would have continued to do the personal development I would have budgeted more responsibly in terms of what I could actually invest back into my business and I would have prioritized hiring a mentor they would support me in creating a framework to scale my business so that I could have spent less time throwing shit at the wall. So if you're somebody who just keeps investing in manifestation, energetics, coaching certifications, and you've never actually hired a one-on-one mentor or gone into a mastermind or a program that's going to give you the strategy to actually scale your business, I highly recommend that you start prioritizing that because it's going to save you a lot of time. It's going to save you a lot of tears. It's going to save you a lot of money. You might spend more money, but the money that you're spending will actually come back to you in tenfold because those coaching certifications, arguably, I know that my future investments in strategy and working with a mentor who can balance both strategy and energetics, that would be a more valuable return of investment than what I did previously. So that's a hard pill to swallow because I'm like, well, Kayla, if you'd done that from the beginning, you wouldn't have done now, would you? And, you know, yes. Do I regret doing what I did? No. Do I feel like I've learned from it? Absolutely. And one of the things, and you're going to hear me say this in more podcast episodes, is that I don't believe in bad investments. I believe in expensive lessons. And the other thing I believe in too is I do believe that when you put more skin in the game, that you are more likely to stretch and expand yourself into the success that you are committed to creating for yourself. So I really do believe that when there's people who want to pay the bare ass minimum and they're trying to make it by just doing one-off sessions and they're not willing to fully invest in themselves to get that really personalized support in terms of mentorship to thrive in their business, you just, you're, you're like, you're making good investments, but it's just not going to give you what it is that you want. And so it really does take putting skin in the game. But simultaneously, like I said earlier, I almost put too much skin in the game in the pot of energetics and not enough in the pot of strategy where it left me with looking at where I wasn't being, where I wasn't being responsible. And so that's something that I think is really important is like, if you're somebody who has spent a lot of money in your business and you feel like you haven't got an ROI for it, it's like, look at where and how you're spending your money. Is it too much in energetics and not in strategy or vice versa? 
And are you trying to do the quick fix or are you in it for the long haul? And one of the last things I'm going to say today is that, and I kind of already talked about it, is that there's never an end line for being an entrepreneur. I recently did a podcast interview with Alex Nigeri, and you're actually going to hear this episode next week on the channel, where we talked about how this is the work, like what we're doing now, like, you know, the refining, the showing up, the selling, the creating new offers, the identity work, like this is it. Like this is it. It's never going to stop. It's just something that you choose to do. It's like choose your heart. You're either going to continue to do shit in your life that you absolutely hate or you're going to always do the shit that you love to do, but it's going to be like a muscle, like working out. It's literally is like going to the gym. If you're somebody who is committed to health and fitness, if you just go and you run in the treadmill every single day, you're going to hit a wall at a certain point. But if you go and you run in the treadmill and then you go through a strength program and then you go through a strength endurance program and then you go into a hypertrophy program, you're going to take all of those skills throughout each phase and you're going to become the best version of yourself. And that's what entrepreneurship is about. It's literally about becoming the best version of yourself and helping people along the way. And I think that that's the thing that I'm most proud of in the last five years is that I had so many times where I could have quit so many times where I was lying in my bed at night, staring at the ceiling at three o'clock in the morning, like silently crying and just like wishing for things to change. And I didn't have what it is that I told you in this episode today. Stop reacting to the stories. Look at where you can be responsible for yourself and you need to decide you're either going to quit or you're going to keep going. And that's just the reality. There's no fucking secret sauce to that. But that's the thing with entrepreneurship is that it just keeps going it's about finding your rhythm and it's about letting yourself evolve and it's about forgiving yourself and forgiving others for holding beliefs and things upon you that held you back and made you feel small and it really ultimately I think the actual overarching theme of absolutely everything is that being a successful business owner is a direct correlation to how much responsibility you're willing to take for yourself for your business and for other people if you have the bandwidth to hold the responsibility for your identity, how you manage your money, how you learn about what you need to do in your business, how you support your clients, that bandwidth is exactly correlated to the level of success that you currently have or that you're willing to have in your business. So I hope that these nuggets today struck a chord for you and inspired you to look at yourself in the mirror, to celebrate everything up until this point of you being an entrepreneur in your business and that you feel empowered to keep going no matter what phase you're at or what ebb or flow you're in just fucking keep going if you love this like just keep going because that like everything will pass like that's the secret is you just have to keep going even when shit's hitting the fan one foot in front of the other stop reacting to the stories and just keep breathing so that's all I have to share with you in my fifth year anniversary episode and before I wrap things up I want you to know that in order to celebrate today I'm having a 24-hour flash sale on my Gene Keys business guide so you're going to find the link for that in the show notes and I've had this offer for over a year now so most of you might know what it is I'll give you the quick rundown this guide is a 90 plus page pdf made personally to your gene keys and the way that I go through all of your gene keys your sequences your lines your spheres 
everything is from an entrepreneurial lens. So when you go through this, you're going to be able to learn how to contemplate and how to infuse your Gene Keys embodiment into your business. With that, I also have a portal that has a 64 audio library where I talk about each of the Gene Keys from a business and entrepreneurial lens. I did the audio library from a very meditative standpoint. There's like this really beautiful, serene, gentle music that you can listen to. So as you go through your Gene Keys business guide, you can contemplate your own Gene Keys and you can contemplate all the Gene Keys from an entrepreneurial lens. So this is something that I absolutely love because I just love bringing entrepreneurship into energy and it's something that I feel entrepreneurs who love the Gene Keys but don't understand how it relates to business, this is the perfect thing to invest in. No matter where you're at in your business, whether you're new, whether you're seven figures and beyond, this contemplative PDF and the audios will always be a resource that you can go back to. It's not a a read once and drop it. It's a forever long tool in your business. So until 11.59 p.m. January 21st at night Pacific time, the Gene Keys Business Guide is 50% off. So when you go into the show notes, click the link. I'll put the discounted link there or I'll give you the code. It's five years is the code. And you can put that into the checkout and get 50% off. And then you're going to get your Gene Keys Business Guide delivered to you via email in the next week. So... That's me celebrating my five-year anniversary, sharing my story, leaving the wisdom bombs, being raw and real about it, and also just offering a special discount on one of my favorite offers that I have in my business. So I want to thank you for listening today. If this episode resonated with you, even if we've never talked before, slide into my DM, say hello. I'm totally happy to chat with you and would love to hear your takeaways. If you share this on social media, tag me so I can be excited with you. And if you can take a moment to leave a review on Spotify or Apple, I would love that so that I can continue to grow this channel. And of course, I will chat with you in the next episode.